Some of my people, send me some words, let me hear that voice. But let's go straight to it, to the news, the freshness off that press. Hot takes coming out of Moldova this week, as a pro-Russian party by the name of Sor was banned and has to immediately dissolve by order of the Constitutional Court of the country. And the leaders of the party, the main one, is already in exile out of the country, been in exile. And the party members that are currently in parliament, they can finish their term but as independents, and they cannot join other parties, at least not for the time being. And of course, some people are cheering, hooray, no more to Russian influence. And others are cursing, saying, this isn't democracy, you cannot ban a political party. And what do we say? Well, of course you can. There's lots of precedent for it around the world. I mean, look at Germany, for instance. They long ago banned the Nazi party from politics. It cannot legally exist. And really, democracy is not about unlimited freedom of anything. Democracy is about compromise and freedom. It's a discussion about what we do have the right to do, as well as what we don't. And the Constitutional Court of Moldova this week sent a clear message that you do not have the right to be a puppet of Russia and try to destabilize the entire country. And, you know, what can we say versus... What can't we say in a country? You know, is there any universal answer to that question? Can we be pro this country? Can we be anti that country within our own country? I mean, where does freedom of speech begin and end? Let's take a look at this next story in Mexico, all right? Dealing with something pretty, pretty similar. There's a new law that came out over the weekend that states that state employees of government funded research institutions cannot post on social media or send emails that, and a little quotation marks right here, that damage the dignity, in quotations, of their superiors. So this this looks like a gag order for academics, kind of. And it basically saying something like, you can't talk shit about your boss if you get paid by the government. Seems kind of fishy. Seems really, really fishy. And the government isn't being very upfront about what's the motivation behind this. Because why would you be? You don't have to be. If you, if you make a law like this, it's because you don't want to talk about it. You don't want people to talk about you. So keep your eye on Mexico, people. I want to see what's up with this. We'll follow up and let you know what we find out. But, you know, you know, thinking about governments and limiting freedoms and democracies, you know, it makes you think, it makes you think. Who puts a check on government? You know, to make sure that they're not going too far, that they're not being corrupt. Well, lots of countries have anti-corruption agencies or nonprofit organizations that that do exactly that. So let's check out how things are going out in Honduras along that front. You know, just this past weekend, Gabriela Castellanos, the executive director of the National Anti-Corruption Council in Honduras, took her family and left the country, and now resides in the U.S. in self-imposed exile because of receiving threats for the past three weeks straight in what may be related to nepotism investigations into the president. 
But there's a lot of question marks surrounding this because, of course, corruption, no one admits to anything, but the, the president's administration is denying anything to do with this. They're also denying the nepotism accusations. But regardless, it is a statement when the executive director for the National Anti-Corruption Council has to take their family and flee into exile. Now, what that statement means, well, I'll leave that up to you. And geez, there's so much going on, huh? This week is just hot, hot. It's summertime for sure. Freedoms, democracies, corruptions. How about we take a break from all of that, right? right? Let's talk about something that's totally not controversial at all. And you know, you know, it's been a, it's been a good while. It's been a minute. I think it's time for lo-fi sports talk. That's right, aka translation needed. I don't speak sports. Well, talking Jimity. Yes, you missed all talking Jimity, didn't you? We had to bring it back. Had to. You know, lo-fi policy is the place to go for all things sports related. You know, that's the biggest bullshit. But anyway, every so often we do like to bring it up. Let's let's talk about. So apparently the Olympics are going to happen in France slash Paris in 2024. You're sure, I didn't know this, but I do now. Okay. But, you know, anytime the Olympics comes to a new place, they set up a headquarters, an official headquarters, to start planning everything. The official Olympic Organizing Committee headquarters in Paris was raided by French police, investigating corruption and the misappropriation of public funds and the illegal distribution of contracts to build Olympic sporting stuff. That's my word, stuff. <laughs> but you gotta love this. You gotta love this because it's like, if it's not FIFA doing something corrupt, it's the Olympics or some other sports organization. It's and it's it's a, people are like, oh, why are you talking sports and politics? Because any institution dealing with this much money is completely controlled by politics. So of course, corruption comes into it. And we'll see what happens next with this, but I'm very interested to see how these, you know, the, it's still, it's just 2023. It's a year away from the Olympics and we're already having some corruption investigation charges going on. We'll let you know what we find out in your next edition of Talk in Jiminy, a.k.a. Lo-Fi Sports Talk, a.k.a. Translation Needed. I don't speak sports. Oh, and how about some not-so-heavy headlines to send you on your way for the day, huh? Yeah, I think we can all deal with that. Well, the United Nations has created the first treaty to make a treaty to make an agreement this fall for the first time, once everyone signs on and decides what it is they're going to actually do, to protect marine life outside of international borders and to set some ground rules about how we as human beings interact with, let's be real, the majority of our planet. Because the vast majority of this planet is, guess what, people? Blue. It's about damn time we get some international agreements on improving our existence and our coexistence with the majority of the ocean-dwelling world. But like I said, lots of discussions still needed to, to find out what this really means and who's going to sign on. But may I just say this, and I hope this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Check out tomorrow's blog on lofipolisci.com and add us on Instagram, people, for all your local lofi summertime updates. And always remember that lofi polisci is more than just me. It's the week that we be. Talk to you tomorrow, lofi listeners. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>